Today, the Boulder mass killing suspect was previously known by the FBI. We will get into that. And also, the White House instructs federal agencies to say the Biden-Harris administration, hmm, I wonder what they're preparing us for. We've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by my friends, Yakubuyans, host of the Yakubuyans show, and also Jason Buttrell, chief researcher for the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I, and I did, I called you my friend this time. So. Progress. We're getting there. <laughs> what did she call you last time, Jason? You it don't want to know. It took, what, four don't. years <laughs> since we've been working oh, no. together. Uh, all right, so we've got more details on uh, the Boulder mass killing suspect, who, of course, we brought to you yesterday, reportedly had criticized Trump for his immigration stance. Uh, he was previously known by the FBI. The FBI said that they were aware of uh, the mass killer's potentially dangerous background even before he carried out the massacre. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because um, we keep having this talk and, I'm, you know, I know that we'll get to this because, we, of course, with all of these talks come the talks about gun control, uh, the Democrats calling for it. I know Kamala Harris has come out today and called for it as well. But it's interesting because all of the modes and methods that they are proposing seem to be the things that we already have in place that are constantly failing. Uh, you know, when we look at Parkland, there were huge red flags that the different, you know, modes of communication, the different agencies that talk to one another uh, could not talk to one another. And, you know, you look at this and it's like, how, like, how are we going to legislate government bureaucracy being efficient because it seems to be what it comes down to lately is all of these people there were red flags there were agencies who knew about this this one the fbi knew about this guy somehow it still happened so what is legislating more of the same going to do other than take guns out of uh law-abiding citizens hands and what am i am i missing something here no 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 difference than boston city marathon bomber they knew mm -hmm. people saw the pipe bombs they they always know that's one of the things that i think president trump is doing a really good job at is to create better interdepartment and interagency communication special task forces in our case for sure it yeah. went by executive order well those went out the door in the first 10 days and right? those were canceled so there aren't communication lines between agencies there's definitely a bottleneck uh, with this kind of information how often do we see the fbi or the cia sit on information and then it's oops yeah we kind of knew that guy was mm -hmm. a bad guy um, cracking down on gun control or any form of legislation is never going to clean this stuff up this is still the remnant this is obama 2.0 the FBI, for the most part, is still Obama's FBI. Even under Trump, they were still Obama's FBI. So was the CIA. There was a very small faction of the FBI that actually was on board with President Trump. So I, there's corruption, my opinion. This is not the network or either of you. My opinion is there's massive corruption inside the FBI, mm -hmm. inside the CIA. Things just fall through the cracks. Gets pushed by the wayside. Who knows why? And then afterwards it comes out, yeah, we've been looking for this guy, so. Jason. The FBI knew about this guy. Now let's just hypothesize because they're being very, very careful with what information they're giving out mm -hmm. right now. I'm just gonna go out and assume, call me whatever, but I'm gonna assume it has something to do with 
Islamic terror. Right. Um, exactly. I'm, I'm just going to say it. That's you, what the reports have said. If you, you look through his Facebook posts, right, he, he was a he was a devout Muslim. Radical. Um, he was very paranoid. Uh, he fits the bill. There's also other information that some people were putting out yesterday that were confirming this through a White House source that, uh, yeah, they, they've been looking at him for certain attacks, like he planned an attack uh, allegedly against a Trump rally uh, and something else. And then he put them off because COVID-19 shut down a, a lot huh. of stuff. Now, that's again, that's not confirmed out in the right. open. These are just things that are starting to trickle down right. into us. Now, on that day, on March 22nd, you would think that if you have a person of interest along these lines, you'd be looking at someone like this. What do I mean by that? Well, that was the fifth year anniversary of the Brussels Islamic terror attack. Uh, I can't remember how many were killed there. I think it was over 60. It was, yeah. it was huge. It was horrific. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. It was also the fourth. They followed up right the very next uh, year. They followed up on that day. This is ISIS. So ISIS has something about this day. Um, another Islamic terror attack at the Westminster Bridge in London. I think uh, six people were killed, around 50 people were injured. Again, another horrible attack. This is a significant day. Yeah. Now, if, if I can Google this, I'm assuming the FBI has a better you know, system than just what happens on these dates. I don't know. Th they should have these things picked out. It's like September 11th. It's a heightened security threat right. all around the world on September 11th. Yeah. Same should be for March 22nd. Now, on that day, why weren't they looking at that guy? Well, I have one hypothesis on this. Because all the organizations that you said uh, that I agree have some corruption in them. FBI, CIA, um, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, I believe also. Um, NSA, all of them. Where have their attentions been focused on right now? All these crazy amounts of Nazi skinheads falling yeah. out of the rafters. We yeah. just had one fall on this table. It almost hit Yaku just yeah. a few minutes ago. Exactly. It was insane. It's horribly. You can't, horribly. you can't walk down the sidewalk without yeah. tripping on a white supremacist. Yeah, exactly. They're asleep like all over the place out there. It's just like you tiptoeing around them. They're everywhere. That's what they've been telling us. That's what the, you know, we should be worried about. Mm -hmm. Our intelligence agencies, that's what they're directed at. The ODNI just released a report, I think it was last week, saying, you know, oh yeah, the white supremacists and all these people, QAnon and all that stuff. They're running in circles chasing QAnon for crying out loud when they're not even looking at significant terror dates and looking at the people they have on their own damn lists. Mm. Progressive policies kill. That's and we could scary. have saw that on March 22nd. Wow. That is really, really scary. Well, and I mean, to your point, that's what everyone, all of the blue check marks on Twitter when this first happened before we had any facts, that was all that they had to say was just, uh, you know, this had to have been a white person. Yep. Oh, look, he's alive. Yep. It, the police took him out alive, uh, you know, into custody. Must be a white person. White supremacy is the biggest threat to our nation. Uh, domestic white terrorists are the worst terrorists that we have. I mean, it was just constant flow. Yes. So, so ridiculous. And you, you could tell from the get-go. I remember listening to NPR's podcast yesterday. And it's just like a little 12 minute thing. But they were like, first thing they come off with saying was, we don't have enough information. We can't jump to conclusions. I knew right then that they knew that this was not a white terrorist. Of course. Yeah. You know, they, yes. I knew right yes. from the get go. Yes. Because what happens, we saw when it's a white person that does this, we saw it with the, uh, you know, the Asian salon 
uh, you know, attacks, also called a rub and tug. We all we knew what that was all yeah, about, yeah. right? Like yeah. th they were like, it's, for them, it fit the narrative. Right. So right. it was white supremacist, evil white supremacist dudes. Yep. For this one, it didn't fit the narrative. Look so what do they do? They go straight to gun control. Of course. Yeah. Instantly of course. straight to gun control. Yeah. Well, and let's go through some of those tweets uh, really quickly. We have them. Uh, this was uh, Kasim Rashid. Tamir Rice was a 12-year-old black child. Police shot him in 1.7 seconds and let him suffer in agonizing pain for four minutes and die. Colorado terrorist is a grown white man who killed 10 people, including a cop. Cops arrested him alive and helped him to a stretcher for immediate medical care. Uh, here's one more. Pointing out how white suspects get the benefit of the doubt without being stopped, frisked, beaten, shot, or killed is not a harsh a call for harsh treatment. It simply means we know cops are capable of treating people humanely, just not us. This is a, a black man who's saying this, Michael Harriet. Y'all could use a few more ASS whoopings, though. So okay. could you. Wow. So could you. <laughs> and, and again, you know, as Jason pointed out, here's one more, Rosanna Arquette, call it what it is, white supremacist domestic terrorism. And again, I mean, these people, by the way, that not only are they calling for gun control, they kind of had to twist that narrative really quickly when they realized that they were wrong. They're not only calling for gun control. Number one, they're saying... Well, you could see why I made that mistake, because obviously white men are the most dangerous people in our society. I mean, they're not even really apologizing for yeah, the, for no the mistake. They're saying, well, you could understand why that mistake would be made. Yeah. And then number two, they're saying, well, technically, um, he, he he's still white. No, technically, he, <laughs> that's technically what they're saying. Not, I'm like, oh, okay? my God, but listen, I can't I'll keep just say, if you really anymore. look at it since 9-11. I'm just going to tell you, when it comes to, you want to talk about preferential treatment or profiling somebody that's a real threat to society, the second they're Muslim, and I'll say that, it's like, don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Can't, can't go there. Right. That's the untouchable. That's the untouchable subject. No, but it's a white man. It's white, white. Or no, a Christian. White, or a Christian. Yeah. Not white, not Christian. Okay? They, they, they go out of the way to make something up and not call it terror when it's some kind of Islamic attack. Fort Hood, perfect example. Yep workplace violence, violence. Yeah. remember they obama would never say terror he wouldn't say yeah, terrorism no. he yeah. wouldn't he wouldn't call he wouldn't do it just wouldn't do it why why oh because there's heritage there and oh because there's there's you know there's an embedded police system come on man and there's uh workplace violence you mentioned this one is just you know they're already shaping it to be well he was very mentally ill yeah uh you know no nothing else to see here people no, all that stuff jason was talking about don't pay attention to any of that his, his family says he was he must have been really mentally ill and that's just what it is by the way we need to take your guns because we have to work on all of this mental illness. It pisses me off how they, and it should piss off the entire country how progressives and the left pick and choose when to give a crap yep. about yeah. any yeah. kind of gun violence yep. or anything, really. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're a minority, if you're in the minority community, if you're a black, Hispanic, mm -hmm. whatever, you should be pissed off at this because they really do not give a crap. Uh, if they did, they would be calling for gun control every single day yep. in, Chicago. in Chicago. We talked yesterday about every Chicago. Every single day. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, the you know gun laws in the country. In the country. Do you know what they're on the record? They're on the record right now to shatter records. They're already over 600 uh, um, um, shootings. Already over 600. The record, I think, was 2016. For, for it was year. 700. For the year. Yeah, we're only in March. For the entire year in 2016 was 700. That was the record. You didn't Jeez. hear a word about Chicago. You hit nothing. No. Yeah. Th well, th that's, well, that's black people killing black people. Yeah, so they don't want to talk about that. You would think that would be more of a reason. Mm -hmm. They always talk about the disparities, the, you know, uh, the yeah, but black that's community not the guns and COVID fault. or something in like Chicago, that. In Chicago, it's not the gun's fault. When you own the gun, then it's the gun's fault. So we got to get your gun.
right? We've got to punish the sane people right. and not the insane people, but it's the gun. But if it's in Chicago, no, no, it's okay. So let's bring that... Just how we deal with business. Yeah, we're talking about uh, gun control. Let's let's bring into the conversation what Kamala Harris said uh, today because, you know, even though they're talking about um, doing gun control... Legis- well, I'm sorry, not legislation, uh, an executive order, uh, getting it done through executive order rather than legislation, Kamala insists they're not coming for your guns. Watch. And I believe that it is possible, it has to be possible, that people agree that these slaughters have to stop. And this is again, reject the false choice and stop pushing it for sure. Stop pushing the false choice Mm -hmm. that this means everybody's trying to come after your guns. That is not what we're talking about. I mean, speaking of false choices, she's like, well, we we have to get to a place where we all agree that murder is bad. Yeah. It's like, we who already does, all agree on who that. Who does not? <laughs> yeah. that's, Slaughter. I thought little that was understood. Overacting, little overacting yeah. there. Take two. Take three. Let's go again. <laughs> you know, tone it down a little bit. I mean, who doesn't right. agree? Who's pro-slaughter? Oh, the guy, <laughs> the Muslim, who had a hate crime in his mind, premeditated, wanted to do it probably multiple times, and then go in and pull the trigger. Like we said yesterday, evil people do evil things. Mm. Uh, sorry, I do not believe a word about her when she said they're not coming for our guns. Um, I, did, I, I believed her definitely on the campaign trail. I think this was when she was still running for president. When she said in the first 100 days, if elected, she would start ramming down executive orders in the first 100 days if Congress did start doing something about guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, d- I don't think they're going to stop purely with assault weapons, as uh, Biden was t- talking about this, the assault yep. weapon ban, yep. and how marvelous that was with stopping crime. Bullcrap. No, it wasn't. Everybody, this, yeah. is, this is a consensus among yeah. all the people that have studied it. It didn't do jack squat to stop any kind of violence. Oh, so are you trying to purport that like the statistics prove yeah. that the assault weapons ban didn't work? Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Facts. Apparently they don't But, he's, they don't but like it that. made him feel really good. Sure, mm. sure it did. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. I was looking at the actual uh, whole FBI party st- is the feel good part. I was looking at the actual FBI stats, right? For they don't first of all, the FBI doesn't even has a classification for assault weapons, which kind of right. made, made yeah, my heart warm. Yeah. But they do have rifles. So right, and the entire I think the average of the last few years um, of the entire uh, out of all you know crimes with with weapons, there was only about three hundred on average rifle murders mm-hmm. that includes assault assault weapons handguns were like 14,000 averaged out between all of them about 14,000 far more yeah mm-hmm. uh there were more uh, uh homicides with knives knives yes. clubs yeah and even more with hands and feet mm-hmm. like seriously yeah. physical more brutal cold blood beat and downs hand, with blood, a hand yeah. Yeah. assault assault weapon right right right, right. right. That, that's why so I, go ask any mma fighter it's an assault weapon mm-hmm. so what you're gonna go cut hands off see that's why that it's their premise is deceitful from the very start right it's deceitful from the start so that's why i do not believe them you when people when they say crap like that like oh we're not coming for your guns bull crap right just be like beto when beto said yeah, hell, yes, hell yes quote unquote yeah. be like him and just say what you really mean because we know that's what they all really mean well that's true and i think that that was a big reason uh why he got pushed aside was that he Dude, kept sh- saying the quiet parts yeah, out loud yeah. Yeah. exactly they didn't like they're like yes. no, 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 that's not how but we do he was willing to buy it over from the window <laughs> okay but he was willing to buy you guys yeah Sarah. right how nice of him uh all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor patriot mobile in case you have not heard patriot mobile just expanded their coverage so if you have not yet dumped your big name carrier. It's going to make it even easier for you to do so. By the way, if you are still with 
all of those big name carriers, uh, just so you know, they are taking your money that you earn and pay for your cell phone uh, every month, and they are donating it to left-leaning causes that you're working to fight against. you got to join Patriot Mobile. They will never send a penny to the left. They will never silence you. They are, by the way, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, uh, but I have on good authority that they are not, in fact, white supremacists. So, uh, you know, because they are Christian and conservative. So I got to be clear these days, as we were just discussing. <laughs> you had to qualify. <laughs> yes, they are actually wonderful people. Uh, you can switch with confidence. It's 2021. All right. So they're using the same network that the larger providers use, but they're charging you less. Switching is very easy. You can keep your number, port it over, or you can get a new one if you'd like. Bring your own phone over or buy a new one if it's time for a new one, uh, and you can build your own bundle with multi-line discounts. Save even more. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, you get even more savings on top of the already great deals that they have this month. Also, everyone will get free premiere activation if they use the offer code news. They will set up the phone for you and get you a special gift. That is offer code news. Don't forget it at patriotmobile.com slash news. It is patriotmobile.com slash news. Democratic Senator from Illinois, Tammy Duckworth, uh, said yesterday that she will vote against the confirmation of every upcoming white nominee selected by President Biden, uh, (laughs) unless they are LGBTQ, uh, until an Asian American or Pacific Islander is put forth for consideration by the administration. Now, she has already backtracked on this, but uh, after she got so much heat, so much blowback, But um, here are some of the tweets from Manu Raju. Tammy Duckworth just told me she's voting no on Biden nominees until president makes commitment and appoints AAPI uh, picks to key executive branch positions. She said she found it insulting that a senior White House aide last night pointed to Harris's South Asian roots when asked about AAPI picks. Duckworth said she has informed the White House she will oppose the nomination of uh, Colin Cal as the Pentagon's top policy chief, whose nomination was already hanging by a thread. Duckworth says Asian American lawmakers were told uh, the USTR and White House budget director would be Asian American, but after Neera Tandon's nomination collapsed, she said it appears the White House is going in a different direction. It is, it's, I have to say it's entertaining this the intersectionality Olympics <laughs> where they're all trying to compete and uh, get, you know, boxed out from one another. And uh, of course, Maisie Hirono, not to be uh, outdumbed, uh, had to <laughs> go on and agree with uh, Duckworth. Here is uh, Maisie Hirono also demanding that Joe Biden appoint an Asian American watch. Sammy's position um, is that until she gets a commitment from the White House that there will be more diversity representation in the cabinet and senior White House advisory positions, she will not vote to confirm anyone who does not represent diversity. So this is not about pitting one diversity group against another. I think this is a, a well-articulated, focused position, and I am prepared to join her in that. A well-articulated, focused, really racist position. The Diversity Olympics. That's, Tune in. That's really CNN, how I want the uh, the cabinet yeah, of right. the highest office of the land can't handle chosen. Pandering. I, I can't. I, <laughs> I don't even. It. I don't even want to give it attention. This is insane. This is ridiculous. Which, by the way, I'd like to. I mean, we do have the only African American at the table. Yep. 
Even when Eric July is here, I'm still the You are the African American. So you And he agrees. Yes. Yeah, so can we please, as a citizen, I need to see the next head of the, maybe the Fed, you know, Federal Reserve be a South African American. I volunteer. We'll fix this problem. Or I'll run gun policy. Thank you very much. And I wonder what the natives think, you know? Never represented. If you really want to talk a minority group that's never represented in this country, zero, ever, it is First Nations people. Nowhere. No one talks about them. Nobody talks about what happens to them. The killings that are absolutely rampant at the moment on the reservations in Dakota, North Dakota, South Dakota, the women disappearing. No, it's crickets. Unless Pocahontas comes out and it's convenient and she wants to claim some of it. So you're going to see more of this kind of Olympics coming out. You're going to see. This is funny, actually. I, lo- this is I comedy. love it. Popcorn. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cheap movie. I mean, it, yeah, it's cheap I, movie. It's like a Will Ferrell movie. Cheap the, movie. Yeah, the the dollar the dollar movie. The dollar movie. Uh, it's you so know, insulting. I mean, really, really, just to, just to think that. It really is. You, if, if you got that position, like, did I get this position because I earned it and yep. I fought hard for it, or is it just because of my skin color? I mean, it's the absolute opposite of you know content of character over color of skin. Absolute opposite. Opposite. Everything they're doing with critical race theory and everything. Really spits in the face of Martin Luther King Jr. Spits in his face, yeah. but they'll claim otherwise. It's it's just I, I, I don't I, I don't know what to do with this. It seems so ridiculous every time I hear them talk about it. It's 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 not even. This is why they can't get satire. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, they they're living embodiments of satire. They have mm-hmm. no idea. They read the Onion. They're like, what is this? You know, like, <laughs> you know they're like, what do you, Bob? What do you think? You know, it's yeah. Just, no wonder they can't. It's so stupid. Well, I mean it. <laughs> You have to wonder, it, it has to come to a head sometime soon, right? Because they, the Democrat Party has now, I mean, they're promising all the different special interest groups, all the different, you know, Black Lives Matter. They're promising the sun, the moon, and the stars. Now this, you know, AAPI, uh, which, by the way, most of the people that fit that category that I know of, including a friend of the program, Lauren Chen, she's like, I, like we're not discriminated against. We don't. Unless you're talking about discriminating against us when it comes to getting into schools because we're all making too good of test scores and we're Mm. too bright, maybe we can talk discrimination there. But, um, you know, it's just interesting because they're promising all of these different special interest groups, all of these things. And I think we're seeing it kind of come to a head where they're all of these interest groups are saying, "Okay, it's time for payment. It's time for you. Yeah, it's time for you to give us what you keep telling us you're going to give us. Wait, hold on a second. Why are you giving it to that group over there? You told us that we were the ones who deserved it. And Joe can't remember what he promised to who. Well, that's fair. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair they're, they're so predictable with with how they're going to try and get more power or influence it's like we and we were pointing out that they were being unfair to asian americans i think this was back during the election it mm-hmm. was it was about schools and, mm-hmm. and uh, scholarships and stuff like that they knew they were hurting in that department that demographic they were not doing well with mm-hmm. so what do they do the first opportunity they get where a guy that was a sex addict that's what it was about yep. goes after again these rub and tugs and they turned it into some white supremacy against, you know, Asians. And right. now they're still running with it. They're yeah. still running it's with incredible. it. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, it, the, the, the motive has been out there. It's out there. But now they, kinda re- they still refuse to talk about it. It's all because of politics. It's all because they want to yeah. pander to a certain intersectional, intersectional group. That, that's all it was. They did the same with the border. That's why they're so pro-open borders. They never, the left never was. Going all the way back to the 1800s, they always wanted to shut down border. All yeah. of a sudden that changed around the 1960s when the welfare state popped up. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, they were all about letting more people come in and they feed need that. Because they, they need, the need it. They need well, the and now that It's like the British doll. They yeah. need it. I mean, they can't operate their government without it. Yeah. And now Sorry. that they're... No, 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 you're good. And now that they're, uh, you know, trying to get all of these lax voter, voter ID laws, you know, you've got H.R. 1, um, yep. which, you know, I know... It, they're like, what? It's not going to pass. Well, right. But you can see into the hearts of the Democrats and what they're trying to get done behind the scenes. Um, you know, I mean, what, what's better than a whole new voting block? That's what they're creating. <laughs> yeah. A voting block. hundred uh, percent. And when you parallel that with the current news of the, you know, what's going on with what they're doing with guns. It's absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. They want 16-year-olds to be able to vote. They don't want 16-year-olds to be able to buy a gun. They don't even want 18-year-olds. They're trying to push it in some cases to 21-year-olds for certain types of guns. Um, one happens to be a God-given constitutional right. The other one is not. Right. Uh, that's just the plain, simple fact of it. Yeah. Well, you've got an entire party who doesn't actually, I mean, they don't believe in God. Yeah. It, so how, uh, would they, yeah. how could they possibly Pro- believe in God-given rights? Problem number one. Yeah. <laughs> Problem number one. The word that, that the documents were written off of, they yeah. don't recognize the word. Because our, our, our documents are written from the founding fathers from another document. One that stood the test of time. Look, this is just an absolute outward display of the real heart. There's no spine. There's no backbone. There's no, there's no real care for America. It is, it's animal instinct. It's do in the moment whatever I need to do in the moment to what? Advance the party. My agenda. Yep. Advance the agenda. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Fast Growing Trees. So the most interesting part of whenever everyone was locked down and we were stuck in quarantine was that you noticed, I don't know if you guys, maybe you guys did this, but I noticed all of the neighbors as like, oh, everyone is upgrading their yard. They're working on their yards. <laughs> they're planting new flowers. They're getting new flower beds. Everyone's lawns look really, really good. Hardware stores were insane. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't get in. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and now is the time to make sure that you keep up with the Joneses, all right, in that you got to turn your yard into a paradise with fastgrowingtrees.com. Um, by the way, you know, Jason's talking about the hardware stores. You don't have to go to these big box stores and uh, fight all all of the, you know, the traffic and, you know, all of the uh, flowers that they have there. But you don't know how well they've been taken care of. FastGrowingTrees.com is the world's largest online nursery. Okay, so you can skip the lines. You can skip having to take all of this topsoil uh, in your car and get all this dirt and gross stuff all in your car when you bring the flowers back from the store. Don't do that. Skip that. Choose from thousands of varieties of trees, shrubs, plants expertly curated to thrive in your area and delivered to your door in one or two days. Now, this is the coolest part about their website. You go on, you can tell them which region you live in, and they can tell you which are the plants, which are the trees that are going to uh, work best in the environment that you live. Uh, every plant is sent with a well-developed root system, um, and you just you bury it all. They make it very, very very easy. Um, I just, we just moved, uh, it's coming up on a year now and we had no trees. You know, they give you like the minimal amount of plants whenever you move in. They're like, oh, here's a kind of a weird tree there. Here's a shrub there. So we have used fast growing trees. Dot com. You should, too. Join over 1 million satisfied gardeners at FastGrowingTrees.com. They've got a 30-day alive and thrive guarantee. So you will know, you can feel confident your plants will arrive happy, healthy, and ready for planting. Now through June 20th, go to FastGrowingTrees.com slash news for 15% off. That is FastGrowingTrees.com slash news. Get you 15% off FastGrowingTrees.com slash news. Back in a moment. 
millions of illegal immigrants. Speaking of, I know, Jason, you just brought up all of uh, the illegal immigration that's going on at the border, all of the migrant. Uh, you know, we could go on and on about all of the, the crisis that is happening right now. Uh, but part of it is that millions residing in the United States already are set to receive the $1,400 stimulus checks as part of Biden's coronavirus relief package. This is according to a new report published this week by the Center for Immigration Studies. So uh, apparently, as much as $4.38 billion of your taxpayer money will be doled out to individuals illegally residing in the country um, because of their possession of, of social security numbers, which is... Yeah, how do they have social security numbers? Well, um, uh. I mean, not legally, Yep. <laughs> but they, yeah, they have so these other... These are fake social security numbers, I'm assuming? Mm-hmm. That's and, insane. Well, yeah, so they're valid social security numbers. Um, so this says CIS listed several situations in which illegal aliens could be in possession of valid social security numbers since they are often issued the number upon being granted work authorizations by the U.S. government. There are 653,000 illegal immigrants with uh, DACA, 411,000 with temporary protected status, um, and uh, they issued these work authorizations and Social Security numbers um, to other illegal immigrants as well. So technically illegal, got the valid Social Security number, and, uh, you know, it's interesting because we kept hearing from the administration, we kept hearing from top Democrat lawmakers, what is Ted Cruz talking about? Illegal immigrants don't get stimulus packages they don't they don't if they don't have social security numbers they don't get these things i think knowing full well that ted cruz knew exactly what he was talking about and uh more than four billion dollars of your taxpayer money is going to fund uh illegal uh immigrants so congrats guys this is so ridiculous and this is why uh hardcore leftists within the establishment i guess i guess you can call bernie sanders Something like that. I guess he's a hardcore leftist, but he's in the establishment at this point. Um, even they, for the longest time, knew that you could not have open borders. You could not. You had to have something to stop the flow. Because if you want to do all of these projects, if you want to spend all of this money, it's unsustainable. It's going to blow up if all these people are coming in yeah, and they're absolutely. constantly. Del- it's, it's, it's not a finite number. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a finite number. It's not infinite of yeah. how much they can give out. That wasn't until recently when they realized they could weaponize this. Mm-hmm. This is going to, I tell you what, I mean, this border stuff is absolutely insane. When you have, what was it, now they have, uh, they're renting out hotel rooms mm-hmm. uh, for, because for, it's, it's so overcrowded, they don't know what to do. $68 them. million. Dollars. Yes, yes, which was what, like 70000 per bed is what pretty much that came out to be. Absolutely like, nuts. How many... A, where are they staying? B, how many days are we planning on keeping them there? Not for that just that. I want to trace bed. up who owns the hotel chain. <laughs> who yeah. are we really paying? And I can almost guarantee you it's going to go into some leftist group that owns that hotel chain. They feed one another, okay? They're like the walking dead. The zombies take care of one another. But just, I just want to shed some light on one thing here, okay? I've got multiple friends right now where the breadwinner, the provider, the father, has a green card. Mm-hmm. His family does not have green cards yet. The wives can't work. Legal immigrants to the United States who went through the process, who have not received work permits yet, no social security numbers yet, no driver's licenses yet. Children who are underage, when when they graduate and they become 18, they have to file for themselves or go back to their home country. And you've got illegal border crossings and they get a real social security number. It's not a fake number. It's just a 
preferential treatment in the system. Right. We're going to give him a real number. Therefore, we can justify to the American taxpayer that, Jason, we're now taking your money to pay for the illegal guy. And you know how we're doing it? He has a real Social Security number, Jason. How dare you? Um, illegal immigrant, given a number, is just like saying, come across, I'll give you citizenship. Like it's, right. do like it's doled out like, oh, the welfare system. It's insanity. It, it, people should be up and arms. I'm sure there's immigrants watching this show right now whose family members can yet not work, whose children have to leave the country when they turn 18 because they're doing it legally. Right. Yeah, and getting punished for it is yeah. what we see time and time again. See, the, the, the problem is I think conservatives have had an issue with being with showing compassion. or well, They've always had compassion, but at, you know, adequately expressing their compassion. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, we love immigrants in this yeah. country. Of course we do. The left always says we're a country of immigrants. You're damn right we are. Mm -hmm. We're very, very proud of it. But what's happening now is unsustainable. The system that the government operates under now with, the, with all the welfare, uh, we give out more money than any country in the world. Um, it's not sustainable. Um, by all means, let's, I mean, the problem is we need to fix the immigration system. Yes. Completely redo it from the inside out. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous that my father-in-law, this is true, my father-in-law didn't get citizenship for like 10 years. He mm -hmm. had to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars to a lawyer so that he could work all the paperwork out so he could finally stand up there and proudly um, take the oath and become a citizen. That's stupid. Yeah. Of course people are going to try to get over um, um, illegally. That, if, if that's what they're looking at, yeah. Yeah. of course they're going to do it. They need to redo it so people aren't, they don't feel the, the have to the need to pay a coyote $5,000 mm -hmm. to cross the border illegally, to risk their own lives. This is stupid. Now, you know that Democrats aren't cared about. They're, they're the, they don't care about the compassion part of it. No. They want to make that worse. Yeah. They want to like invite more people to take advantage of that and get over here and then enjoy the fruits of a welfare uh, system that will eventually it. implode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't care about that. If they did, they say, hey, guys, let's just make it easier to become citizens. Mm -hmm. How about that? Mm -hmm. We'll have more workers. It, no, the, the problem at the border will go away. But no, they're not doing that because they don't give a crap. Yeah, which, I mean, you know, you bring up the... the uh, obvious uh, statement that it's unsustainable but you know it's like I do have compassion for people who were you know they were born where they were born right so they've they are impoverished you know they live in a third world country but you can't let your compassion get in the way of the fact of the matter which is we can only fit so many people in one geographical location so it's like Every other person who did not happen to be blessed to be born in America can't just come here because they're impoverished. Like, we wouldn't have room for everyone. It's just mathematically a right. It's Africa? mathematically impossible for us to continue accepting people and having a place to house them just because. Because, again, I mean, I, I get it. We mm -hmm. have like uh, criteria that they have to they have to fit in order to claim asylum. But it just feels a lot like that's really being abused. And like, oh, hey, having hard times is not a, a uh, you don't like just have a right being abused. Yeah. to enter this country. The asylum thing is, is stupid. Every yeah. every person we've talked to and this is all over the place, none of the migrants are saying that they're right. claiming asylum yeah. because of because the, of the, the actual, actual criteria. Right. Political like they, they're asylum. Not, right, exactly. Politi the definition of political asylum. But Sarah, I'm, yeah, I've got compassion. It's economic. Yes. Yeah, it's economic. It exactly. I've got compassion, 100%. But show me that you take care of your people first. Yeah, yeah. Show me that you're actually caring about, oh, the tent cities in Los Angeles, Seattle, Portland, the people living under bridges who were born American citizens. Show me that you want to take care of your people mm -hmm. first. Then sure, 
100%. Because it's your people who pay tax dollars to take care of what? Your people. Right. Right. Uh, This money doesn't come up from trees. Right. No. So forget about our people. Open the gates. Let them flood in. Why? Because we're creating a voter block. Mm-hmm. What do you Mass mean? Word, th- I was just going to say, what you, of course they care about them. They're uh, giving them safe injection sites in California. <laughs> yeah. saying that's not caring. Yeah, so compassionate, that's man. That's crazy hey, big you, heart. You, you do love immigrants because I feel love from you. You yeah. said you well, love you immigrants. Go. I do. I, it's yeah. proof. I'm just I'm proof. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. We got to take a Bartrell's break. Bartrell's a good guy. I'm, I'm proof. Hey, you're an immigrant too, though, aren't you? Let's not go. Well. <laughs> this is a table full of immigrants. Except for me. I'm a, I mean, yeah. I'm like the white family. supremacist. A leaked email that uh, allegedly came from a top White House communications team member reveals that the Biden administration is instructing. I can't deliver this story without just a big grin because it's just complete madness at this point. Uh, they're instructing federal government agencies to refer to the Biden administration as the Biden-Harris administration. It says, please be sure to reference the current administration as the Biden-Harris administration uh, with but with that bolded. And it says the subtle move uh, in, in this article, the subtle move to diminish Biden was also reflected in the official Twitter account for the White House, which also reads, welcome to the Biden-Harris White House. Um, the, the worst kept secret yeah, ever. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, like I mean. gee, I wonder what they're preparing us for. I don't know. You got a man who can't walk up Air Force One without, you know, uh, dinging himself in the shins. And uh, he can't hold a press conference because he apparently can't take questions. Um, he doesn't remember his uh, his defense secretary's name. He doesn't know what the Pentagon is. And now, you, all of a sudden, we're supposed to say Biden Harris all the time. What could possibly be happening? I tell you what, if you're if you're if you're worried about the government coming and taking your guns, um, oh. just put them at the top of Air Force One, at the top of that ladder. <laughs> Biden will never be able to get to. Him. I would like to point out like, he did eventually get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would give me enough time, you know, to react. I'd have a good five minutes at least while he's all. Oh my gosh, doing that's this fair. Like no, I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here working in my mind through what does it look like with Harris as a president. I mean, good night. I, how long? How long does he hold on? How long do they keep him around? Because you know she may give a little more resistance to the deep state than Maybe. he than he's able to. Right? Maybe, but I've never found her to be particularly like. I don't think that she has convictions. I don't think Mm-mm. that she's an ideologue. I think that she kind of is the same, you know, wherever the winds take her, whatever is politically Which is expedient. Why a yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know that she would have that much of a problem with what they want her to do as long as she would got to be, you know, she she would get to be the first what is it? She she gets to take all of the boxes because of how as, much she's identified. As long as she gets the crown. She's the first woman. She would be the first uh, black woman. She would be the first, she said, what, Indonesian? So she the first Asian American. I'm like, all right, you can't take all of them. It's a lot of titles. <laughs> you can't though. take all of them, especially because you were not even elected as president. The question is, will <laughs> she start wearing sashes like the queen does? You know, Will she start wearing sashes? Maybe Probably. we do that. Maybe it's a new White House. I mean, it's I'm a sure high, she- it's a higher It's a higher White House, you know? Well, yes. A little bit of a higher white house. Well, I, I know, Jason, I know you saw that. That, <laughs> yeah. that they kicked out, the report that they kicked out all of the, the staffers who had used uh, marijuana. And they confirmed it again today. And we're like, but Kamala said that she smoked pot too. So yeah. is she gone? Are you guys going to I thought they were the progressives. Her? Like, 
I don't Firing know people over their, their, their drug use is not very progressive. It's weird, right? Yeah, you'd think they'd be snorting lines in the Oval <laughs> Office. You know, something like, I think they actually are. Especially they're the, snorting something. <laughs> especially okay. before That's Biden gives a press Joe conference. Alive. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> Joe, do your line, please, sir. <laughs> um, okay, really quickly, we've got a couple minutes left. So, speaking of Kamala, she's scheduled to sit down with uh, former President Bill Clinton for a one on one conversation at the Clinton Foundation event this week where they will discuss empowering women and girls. I you mean, can't what? make this up. The worst two people on the planet. That's why I'm like, you want the woman who got to where she got to. Oh I don't think because of her expertise. Well, her expertise in something with Willie Brown. And then, of course, you've got President Bill Clinton, who I don't think I need to... What? Go into this, this, is, this is like for real. This is a real deal, though. <laughs> this is real. Okay. This is real. This goes back to my point that they are living embodiments of satire. I this know. is why they suck at satire. They just don't get it. Like, who thought of this and thought the optics on this are perfect? There's, this is great. Yeah, Bill Clinton should come teach us how to take care of women. <laughs> that's who you want to hear from. That's who you want to hear from. That's the guy. I love that. Right. It is incredible. Really? I mean, and they are getting some pushback. Um, on this. There was uh, one tweet that said, uh, Bill Clinton used the totality of his time in public office using power to procure sex from young women at the start of their careers and burying them. He is credibly accused of forceful rape and sexual assault. Shame on Kamala. Uh, VP should cancel this. It's tone deaf. It is an insult. So, I mean, at least some people are... She doesn't care. They don't care. This is optics. It's Hollywood. It's theater. They're playing it out. I think because at the end of the day, they know that, you know, it's not going to cost them a vote. They get to they get together. They don't even talk about women. Right. He's probably making a move on her. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think with the Clintons that they see the Clintons as part of their royalty. Yeah, so oh, at this yeah, point, so from they're going to keep doing stuff like this, yeah, even no, stuff that are. they know goes and counter the to how they actually were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Obamas. Um, now they're in legacy saving mode and pre legacy preserving mode. So doing yeah. little things like this, so like we're like our age group are the only ones that end up are the only ones that even remember that. Right. But the people like like my kids, uh, people that are in college right now, the, the, they probably never even heard of that stuff. Yeah. You'd have to really go look in the He was a scene. president and he was a Democrat. And so right. for that, yeah, it makes sense. I don't, throw him a bone. I don't appreciate it. I feel very yeah. attacked. You yeah, make me feel bad. very old. <laughs> that oh, really? people I mean, I'm are just not saying, girl. remember. I'm just saying, girl. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to exit this conversation. <laughs> I don't appreciate that one bit. Uh, all right. We, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you trying to say here, Jason? <laughs> you know, we were talking earlier about all of the gun control measures that uh, the Democrats have coming up. Jason, I know you worked really hard on the Glenn TV special tonight that you guys are doing and it's all about gun control. Yeah, we, didn't, we, we weren't going to do the show on that. We were going to do it on a completely different subject. But Glenn completely <laughs> just threw that in the trash. And I was like, this is too important. And it is. Yeah. So it's, tonight's a good show. It's, it's a really good show. It, it, it's actually it's a must watch. We're going to lay out all the stats, the real stats, and what this is actually all about. Which, spoiler alert, control. 
Uh, yeah, kind of like what everything has been about since the beginning of 2020 mm -hmm. and COVID. Uh, so don't miss that. You can catch it on Blaze TV. You can catch it on YouTube Live. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, also, don't forget to check out the Yaku Buyans show, which you can find. You can find his stuff on Instagram. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Free Space. By the way, if those of you uh, who I know you guys. I kept getting mail, Yako, whenever <laughs> people heard about free space. We're waiting for it. Yes, they were like, oh. when is it coming out? When is it coming yeah. out? When is it coming out? You guys make sure <laughs> that you. you've already downloaded it because it is available for Apple and Android. Mm. Uh, so make sure that you have free space as well. You can find him on there as well. And also don't forget to uh, you know, make sure that you're a Blaze TV subscriber. If you are watching this on YouTube, if you are watching this on Facebook, if you appreciate the work that we are doing. Because um, here's the thing. We can't pay to have Jason go through mounds and mounds and mounds <laughs> of paperwork, of bills, of legislation, of history. Yay. It, unless we get subscriptions. And Jason right? is so not you cheap. guys are paying. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Just kidding, he's really cheap. Yeah, that's <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.